The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. What I want to talk about right now, though is this apparent crackdown that the GEA are interested in on under 12 games, that they do not want there to be any competitions that include finals or semi-finals, and they do not want score to be kept. And we spoke to Rob Heffernan a little bit earlier, uh, the former uh, world champion and Olympian as well, and a coach with Cork City AC. And, and from what Rob says, and from what people are saying on the text line, on 87 106 a kind of a consensus seems to be emerging that winning and losing at all costs when it comes to kids is toxic. But getting rid of the concept at all of winning and losing is just a little bit silly. Stella O'Malley, the psychotherapist and author of What Your Teen Is Trying To Tell You, is with me. Stella, would you tend to agree with that sentiment? I think I'm a bit wary of blanket kind of let's not do any of this rather than teaching people to kind of hold it more lightly, teaching a healthy approach. A healthy approach to competition, learning how to be a good loser, learning how to be a good winner. These are kind of the jobs we're supposed to be doing to children in a in a light way. Not in Now, I do know how passionate GAA can especially get. And so I remember, I remember my own little boy and he was eight years old and he wanted to stop hurling. And I said, why? And he says, because the men keep on shouting at me. And they were, they were actually shouting at him. So I do understand that it can get very, very tense and frankly, a little bit toxic if it's too competitive. I do know that the rugby, the Irish rugby seem to have no scores and they don't do competition under 12 mm. and it seems to work very nicely. So it can work, but it seems a tragedy that the natural instinct for competition, which we have in us, and some people can really thrive in competition and it can be a very pleasant aspect of their life. Whether they're losing or winning, they are enjoying the cut and thrust of it. It seems more sensible and more psychologically healthy to yeah. let, teach kids how to handle competition rather than banning it because we basically can't handle ourselves. Yeah, now there are there are goal games regulations. People are always, and I'm not suggesting uh, you're guilty of this, but plenty of people texting in kind of giving out about the GEA that it seems to be kind of lawless that there's kind of there are rules and regulations for kids games and that all kids must play in all games and what they say is there's no provision should be made to publish scores or to play on a knockout basis but apparently what they're interested in now is kind of going one step further and not actually even keeping score but what strikes me about that the problem with it is that I mean if kids can count their communion money as one of our texters says they can count how many times the ball has got into the net so as a coach you might not keep score they're going to know who won and lost it's also teaching them this idea that caring about who won and lost is a bad thing it's almost like like the impure thoughts of of other decades like you're not allowed to be competitive you're not allowed to think who won and who lost because we're banning the concept that makes me very nervous like, it's nothing wrong with figuring out who won and holding it lightly and saying, oh, yeah, great. No biggie, they won. No mm. biggie, they lost. But if it's so awful that people can't even declare who won or lost, I think we've really lost our way. We've, really, we've, we've taught them that there's this terrible, furtive kind of idea of, of caring that you won. Yeah. And that, that, that's really dodgy. It, it was interesting as well because, you know, Rob Heffernan um, grew up playing Gaelic games, but obviously, you know, athletics is is his uh, main sport. And, I mean, there, there's no hiding winning and losing in athletics. 
You know, you 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 can't disguise the fact that one child crosses the finish line ahead of everybody yeah. else. So the idea that you could hide competition from kids playing hurling or camogie or football, I just kind of send it absolutely bonkers to him. And sending the message that competition is a bad thing that needs to be kind of put underground. Uh, you know, it, it, it depends on how it's handled. Yeah. It really depends on the execution, the application of it. Uh, Anthony Moyles is with me as well, the former Meath footballer. Uh, Anthony, I mean, what would you think now if you were to go to your local club this weekend and there was an under-11 goal game and nobody was counting how many times the ball went into the net? Well, Kieran, you can, you know, just from what you were saying, the kids would definitely be counting yeah. many times the ball goes into the net, whether anyone else was or not, or whether the scoreboard was taking account of it, or the referee for that matter. You know, I go back to kind of, you know, the, the Roy Keane episode of, you know, think about the children here. Like, you know, who, who exactly is calling for this? Have kids themselves asked for this? You know, well, who's this to protect? From what I can see, uh, and by the way, something that I'm all in favour of, is kind of overzealous coaches, overzealous parents, people getting involved on the sideline, whether it be to the kids or to referees, you know, uh, this type of an atmosphere that is created, which is absolutely needs to be stamped out. But, mm. you know, does, does but is, is that what the, is that is do that, that? Do you suspect that's maybe what they're doing here, Anthony, that this is an I attempt think, think, to kind of to, yeah. to kind of nip that in the bud early? I think it is, Kieran. And, and look, I, if if that is the intent, I think the, the, the intent is absolutely 100% correct. But I don't think that the way you go about it is going to eradicate that. So, you know, if you have Coach A or Coach B uh, and, and you know, this particular coach is, you know, thinks he, he's a, he or she is a mini Jim and Gavin and they're driving the team bananas and they're, they're, they're demanding win at all costs and they're only playing certain players and they're not playing other players and they're shouting the ball at the referee, that is an issue for that, that parent, that adult, right? Mm. It's, not, it's not, you know, the, 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 this is not the kid's fault. And, and, and whether you're keeping the score or not isn't going to be a blind bit of difference of whether it's competitor or not. That person will be that person regardless. So that person has things that they need to address. So if you're going down to your local club and there's club administrators and there's county, there's, there's, there's committee members and there's secretaries and everyone else, and, you know, if you have an individual who's doing that within a, an under 12 or an under 10, it's a quiet word to that person to say, listen, that's not the ethos of the club. It's not the ethos of what we want to generate here. We want kids to be able to enjoy themselves. We want them to be able to learn. So can you, you know, can you row in with that? And, there, and there's obviously then common sense would prevail. Um, and if the person can't comply or, or, or is continuing in, 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 in that vein, well, then maybe they shouldn't be coaching the team. Yeah. Because what I find here is that we're, you know, we're, we're trying to solve one issue, which I think is potentially all of that. But actually what you're doing is you're, you're taking away from the children uh, and you're taking away from the kids. And like I have a six-year-old girl and an eight-year-old girl. And I can tell you, like I've seen them at nurseries in the GAA or whatever they do. They are competitive. They're competitive yeah. against each other. They're competitive in everything they do. And whether they win or lose, as far as I'm concerned, that's part of life. And it's me as a parent and how I talk to them and how I say to them, well, listen, you have to get a bit better or you have to do this or you did great or whatever it is. But it, 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 it's life. It's growth. It's all those things. Sport is an unbelievable, um, you know, kind of vessel for that yeah. uh, in the sense of growth as a person and, and dealing with losses, dealing with wins, dealing with all the different things around it. Um, and I just think, 
you know, by doing this, I don't think it solves the issue of the overzealous parent or indeed the overzealous coach on the sideline. I think as a matter of fact, as I said, all it does is take away from the kids. So it's, it's, it, it sounds like kind of what you're saying is that what, what's important is that like on a, on a, on a club by club basis, basis, it is very important that you've got a value system and that value system when it comes to kids under the age of 12 doesn't push winning as the be all and end all. I mean, winning, but the winning and the losing, you can't ignore either. That, 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 is, that is part of the value system, is that you equip them for, you know, uh, the, their, their career, if we we'll call it that, in Gaelic games, but also the winning and losing that comes naturally in all aspects of life. Correct, correct. And, and you know, the, the, the people, you know, you quite often hear people saying, you know, I'm going down to help at the local club. And there's plenty of people who are willing to give their time and energies. And, and it's fantastic. And that's what the GEA is based on, that community environment. But there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And, and, and some people naturally get involved and they're, they may be vocal on the sideline. But all it takes is, you know, most people, most people are, are, have common sense. So all it takes is it's just a simple word of, listen, this is how we do it. So when I'm giving you the job, Kieran, of the under eights or the under tens, it's saying, listen, this is what we really, we want participation, first of all. We want coaching. We want everyone to, 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 to be able to enjoy the game mm. first. Whether we win or whether we lose, well, that's just something natural that would happen during the course of the year. But, you know, you as a coach, these are the virtues that we really want instilled in the team. This is what we would like you to do as a coach. And by the way, then, if you, six weeks or something into it, are, 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 are acting in a different way or behaving in a different way, well, then you have to have, you know, someone has yeah. to have a word with you. Like, I mean, the GEA a couple of weeks ago, I it came out very heavily against you know a a a a referee who who was assaulted very heavily, um, and they are setting a marker down and they're saying, listen, we will not uh, uh, stand by this kind of stuff again. And now I'm not saying that they have to be as as kind of you know I suppose diligent with regard to this, but definitely the ethos around all of this, whether you're under 10, under 12, under 14, under 16, under 18, doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Of course, winning and losing is part of it, but there's also how we act and how we behave and how we are and what and way, what, how, how, how then, what we teach kids, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I'm going to get the referee's view in ju- just a moment, but I did, I did want to ask you, Anthony, as well, though, about that value system and you talk about, you know, coaches being aware of it and subscribing to it. I mean, th- there's a job of work, though, to be done as well, isn't there, in making sure that the parents are also aware of the value system because it's not ju- it's not just the coaches going ballistic. Oftentimes, it's actually the parents over their shoulder are the bigger problem. It can. And, and look, you know, as you well know, here, the, the competitive dad analogy has been around for donkey's years, you know, uh, and, and whether that's competitive dad or competitive mom, um, it's there. But again, it, it, it's, it's the ethos around it. So, you know, like I've, I, you know, I've, I, as I said, I've an eight-year-old and a six-year-old girl, and and the eight-year-old is playing under nines. But we go to the games. And it's quite easy to have a little. They have a little chat beforehand with the with the coach, and you can just pull the parents in and say, "No, listen, guys, this is what we value in this team. Yeah. This is what we would like." And and you know, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb if you're roaring and shouting down as a parent. You know, so so it's just all about it is a, it is a job of work. But, you know, there's loads of things going on in clubs all over the country. And all it is is a simple little thing to say, this is what we want. This is what we want for kids. This is what we think is the best thing to bring kids on. Uh, and therefore, we would like you to comply with it. Mm. And if you're not complying with it, well, then it's probably just a simple request of saying, listen, maybe this isn't the job for you, you know. 
Well, Rory Hickey is a former Intercounty ref who's with us now. Rory, do, do you have some sympathy for the GEA with this suggestion? If if it is their stated aim to deal with that kind of toxic competitiveness that you see from from some coaches and from some parents? Look, uh, Kieran. so far all your competitors have spoken about the children and I, I think you have to have that in the foremost of your mind when you're talking about this. It's the children that really matter. And Anthony spoke about the mad dad on the sideline or the mad dad is now the coach. Look, up until now, let me paint a small picture for you. You had a small field, under 12s, that was surrounded by parents. And we spoke about this on this programme before. The biggest attendance, everyone has got to go to their young fella or their young girls, under 12 game, under 10 or whatever it is, around the field. And there's one referee in the middle of the field. And the referee makes two mistakes and suddenly that field starts to get smaller and smaller. Mm. They start walking in and all of a sudden, we're into All-Ireland Hurling final or All-Ireland football final <laughs> territory. You know, and there's, there's people driving home there this evening and there's people sitting at home and they're nodding away. They've been to, everyone has been to one or two of those matches. You know, and the GA are trying here and they've got a lot of bad press this summer, the GA, but I think this, this is an initiative that is, that is one welcomed and I, 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 hope, I hope it uh, comes to fruition. I hope it works out. Because at the end of the day, uh, as everyone has said so far, the kids will add up the scores. They, they know themselves. So if you come to a situation where you announce that it's non-competitive, uh, all of a sudden, and a huge buzzword in Jays is retention. All of a sudden, you yeah. have junior whistlers that are willing that are willing to referee those matches, right? Because there's less pressure. You have kids. Everyone is guaranteed a game, okay? So if, if we're in the pressure environment where the coach is trying to win the game, you might have seven or eight subs that don't get a run at all. If you're into a situation where everyone gets equal time, everyone plays, you know, you're going to retain the coach. Hopefully you're going to retain the referee. And more importantly, as we said from the outset, you're going to retain the kids and that leads to have, yeah, having it- them a GA future. Well, when you talk about retention, Rory, I'm reminded, and I mentioned it earlier, of uh, the, we had someone from the Camogie Association now, and kind of one of these coaching the coaches workshops. And I remember he said the metric of a successful session, be that a blitz, a go game, or a training session, is that the kids all enjoy themselves enough that they want to come back the next day. And that is it, full stop. That is the metric that you need to apply. Full stop. And that's it for kids that are underage, under 10s and under 12s. At the end of the session or the game, everyone's smiling and everyone goes away. I was listening to Rob Heffernan earlier on and he put it, he put it very well. I think I think Kieran will have to make him minister for sport. He speaks a lot of sense, that guy, you know. But at, at the end of the session, there's, there's no one to be disappointed. Everyone gets a game and everyone plays. There's plenty of time in those kids' careers uh, where they can have the they can have the down times and when they lose and whatever and they learn from that but not at that age they're too young for me it's I've seen it so many times I was 20 years refereeing I've just seen it so many times where it turns people off oh I go up and play rugby oh I go away and I'll take up tennis or whatever game they yeah. want to play but that year is too competitive it's just not for my for my daughter or my son Rory Hickey is a former intercounty uh, ref. Uh, Anthony Miles, former Meath footballer, and Stella O'Malley, not a former psychotherapist, psychotherapist and author of what your team is trying to tell you, uh, folks. Thanks a million uh, for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.